Hello there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me today. My name is Denise Alvarez, and I have the pleasure of hosting you here on the podcast each week. And just to tell you a tidbit about me in case we're new friends, I do have a business called Storm Lily Marketing, where I get to help horse business owners like you convert your website visitors into your customers through coaching, website design, content, as well as email marketing. And I also have a new membership that you may have heard me talk about called Social Stride, where I help you to DIY your social media by providing you with templates and coaching along the way. So here's the thing. I tell you all of that because I know that you may not love marketing, or maybe you're here because you do, but I know that lots of horse business owners, they do it because they have to, or they don't do it because they don't know what to do, or it just seems a little too much to take in. So that's why I started this podcast, because I want to help you out by providing a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos so that you can see what's possible for your horse business when you actually embrace marketing, and also so I can help guide you through that process to help you make it happen. Now, today I am sharing with you some really great practical ideas that you think you'll be able to take away and apply, but before we get into that... I want to define a couple of things, right? So we're talking about email marketing today, which we have done before on the podcast. And if we're new friends, I will tell you about a couple episodes that you should go back and listen to. But remember, I promised you that I would break marketing down and make it doable and actionable and also define anything that comes up along the way that might not be a word that's in your normal vocabulary. So Let's do a quick overview of what it looks like to use a freebie as a key part of marketing your horse business and ultimately to build your email list, which is where you're going to build up that know, like, and trust factor that encourages people to buy from you, right? And that has to do with just marketing in general or having a business in general, right? Okay, so if you're new here, like I said, if you're not sure about email marketing, you're not sure if it's for you or if it's doable for you, then I want you to go back after today and listen to episodes number 20 and 21, where I gave you some simple ways that you can take email marketing and make it doable for you. Even if you are a one woman or one man show and you're training horses and giving lessons, it actually is doable. It doesn't mean it has to be every single week. And, and we talk about all of those things on those episodes. So go to episodes number 20 and 21 in case you want to get some doable tips to make email marketing work for your business. So let's look at a word picture to remind ourselves, though, what is possible and why we even talk about email marketing. All right, so we're going to walk through the process of Jennifer becoming your customer, okay? So first you have Jennifer landing on your website. She has not purchased from you before. She's not even met you before. Somebody maybe told her about you or she found you through a Google search or Facebook presence, but she's not sure that she wants to bring her horse to you for training just yet. She just wants a little bit more information to learn about you, so she goes to your website. Well, while she's there, she sees that you have a resource called Five Ways to Fill in the Blank, whatever kind of resource you would provide, especially after we talk today. Okay, so she's got this free resource that looks so good, and she sees it on your website. And the only way that she can download this resource is by giving you her email address. 
You, of course, make it clear that you'll also be sending her regular emails with new tips for how she can build a partnership with her horse. And she's okay with that because this freebie looks really valuable. So she puts in her name and email address. Now she's on your list and you've sent her a freebie automatically. Now, even though Jennifer did not bring her horse in for training that day, you now have a way to keep in touch with her, right? She didn't just visit your website and leave and you never even knew she was there. And so after a few weeks of hearing from you and learning more about your training philosophies, some of your success stories, she's convinced that you're the place that she would like to work with and send her horse for training. So she gives you a call. Plus, she sent a couple of your emails to a few of the people that she knows that she thinks would like you as well. They subscribe to your emails and they eventually end up hiring you as well. They want you to show their horse too, maybe. So it becomes a long-term relationship, right? Okay, so this picture shows you why email marketing and how email marketing can work for your horse business. Now, in the world of marketing, we would call Jennifer a lead, right? She was not a customer yet. She was a potential customer who took a step and gave you her contact information. So this is why we call freebies lead magnets in the world of marketing. So I call it a freebie because I know that it immediately resonates with you because you know what that is. But it's not just a freebie that you put available on your website for anybody to go grab. Yes, they can, but it's in exchange for an email address. And that's what makes it an opt-in freebie or a lead magnet. All right. So now that you know these things, you get the definitions, you're on board with how email marketing can actually work for you and your business to build relationships, to build up that know, like, and trust factor, and ultimately to help you book more clients and sell more of your products and services. So our question for today is, how do you come up with that great freebie that your best fit customer is going to want? Because remember, it's not just something you're creating that the whole world wants. You want this to be for the person that you want to work with, right? The one that's the fit for you and for your business. So one of the best places for you to start is the questions that you get asked most often by your current clients or your current customers. All right. So if you get this question all the time, or maybe it's by your potentials, maybe you get a Facebook message on a regular basis with some specific questions why not turn those into a great freebie, right? It could be your Instagram messages, maybe. Perhaps you host clinics. Maybe during the Q&A time, no matter where you go in the country, you always get the same question or questions. That's a great place for you to start to develop your freebie for your website. So first, I want you to make a list of the most common questions that you get. And from there, you know what people want to know and hear from you and how it aligns with the products and services that you're selling. And also when people ask you this question from now on, after you create this great freebie, then you can send them right to the place on your website where they can get it. Okay, so it's also going to save you time in the long run. Now, the way that you take these questions and create a freebie can be presented in a few different forms, meaning... Most of the time, it's a downloadable PDF, but one of the four ideas I'm going to share with you today is actually not a PDF, and you'll have to stay tuned to the fourth one to hear about it. But for the first three, imagine that this is a downloadable PDF that you are sending to them via email when they give you their email address. All right, so 
Let's dig in. I'm going to define each one of these ideas, and then I'm also going to give you a real-life example so that you can see it in action. Okay, idea number one for your valuable freebie is a checklist. Now, who does not love a good checklist, right? They're easy to consume, so when you send it to somebody, they can print it out and literally have a checklist to go off of, and we love that, right? It helps us to take action, and it's also easy for you to create. Now, I love Canva, and I will link to that. It's a great design app you can do on your phone or on your computer, and it helps to just make things beautiful without having to have too many design skills to do that. And so I'll link to that in the show notes for today, which will be stormlily.com slash 33 for episode 33. All right. But the point here is that it's easy to create. And even if you're using something like Microsoft Word, you can do it right now. I would suggest that you have less than 30 items on your checklist. Do not go overboard. I've seen freebies that are like, in my world, okay, it might be email subject lines. So it would be 100 email subject lines to get your emails opened. Well, that's lovely, but I don't have time to filter through 100, right? So the same for you. Think about your audience. Most likely, if you have more than 30 items on your list, it's not going to be that helpful. It might be a little bit more overwhelming. Now, you could categorize it, certainly, and that could break it down. So you're like, Denise, I, I really need to have more than 30. Then I would suggest putting it into different categories so it's easy for them to consume, right? Okay, so some ideas might be, and there are a ton you could pull from, but maybe you put together a show packing checklist. If you're first, it's your first time showing, here's a packing checklist for you. Or perhaps it's a tack room checklist. Maybe you call it what I always have in my tack room. Here are my top 20 items that you're always going to see there. Is it in yours? Use this as a checklist. Maybe it's a spring cleaning or a winter prep checklist or five signs your horse is relaxed. I didn't use the word checklist in there, but it is technically in the form of a checklist, right? These are the five signs. Check them off. You know you've got a relaxed horse. For people that are serving an audience where they're wanting to learn more about training their own horse or getting to know that partnership, that could be a great thing, right? Okay, so the example I have for you in this one, it happens to be mine, and it is a website checklist. Now, on my website, you will actually see it called the must-haves. So I don't call it a checklist everywhere I go. I say, hey, get this freebie, the four must-haves to make your equine website dreams a reality. You're going to discover the four things that your equine website should include so you can turn your website visitors into your customers because that's the dream website of every horse business owner, right? And then I make it easy because as I talk about that, whether I'm guesting on other people's podcasts or I'm having a conversation one-on-one or even an email, I can say, go to stormlily.com slash checklist and you can get it there. So please feel free to go there and check it out, sign up for my emails, and you will get that website checklist as well. Now, just a little hint for you, one of those four must-haves is actually a freebie. So you're already ahead of the game and you're saying, yes, I know I need that, or maybe you already have it. Because really and truly, that is one of the keys to turning your website visitors into your customers. You've got to build that relationship with them over time. Okay, so idea number one is a checklist. Idea number two is a guide. Give them what they need to succeed. Guide them 
through that process. When you create a guide as a freebie, you're positioning yourself as the expert, right? If I'm going to trust you to guide me somewhere, I'm trusting that you know at least a little bit more about this subject than I do. Think about it when you go on a tour, when you're on vacation and you pay someone to be your tour guide. They're guiding you because they know more than you do, right? It's the same thing. So if you're going to create a guide, I want you to figure out what sticky spots your potential customers are having as it relates to your business. Can you create a simple guide that's going to help them get through that and experience a win? Now, this is a really big part of when you create a freebie. You want them to have a win if you can, because they're going to associate that with you. So my example here is from Colton Woods Horsemanship. And on his website, he has a free guide to be a leader worth following. And then it says that you can use this to build a partnership for a lifetime with your horse. It has a subtitle, five principles and five exercises to build a partnership for a lifetime with your horse. Now, I want you to see what he's doing there. He's using some very key words. Lots of his audience members, I guarantee you, say that they would like a partnership with their horse. Notice he's saying for a lifetime. He knows what his audience is looking for, and so he's delivering that to them, giving them a taste of what it is that he does by providing this great freebie, and then, of course, he's getting them on his email address list. Now, I, of course, will have a link to this one so you can see it in action on the show notes as well. You can go to coltonwoodshorsemanship.com if you'd like to check that out yourself. But again, stormlily.com slash 33 will be the show notes and I'll have these links there for you too. Okay, idea number three is a how-to. I want you to consider how you can break down a process into simple and doable steps. Now, when I say process, It can be simple. Remember, it doesn't have to be this, and it really shouldn't be, this extravagant process that you're providing in a freebie because you want this, no matter which one you pick, you want it to be easy to consume. So the person that gets this needs to be able to apply it. They need to be able to take action rather than having a 50-page ebook where they're saying, yeah, I need to read that. I bet it's really good, but I don't have time. Okay, so when I say process, it can be a simple process, and it should be. So an example might be five steps to do X, Y, Z. Most things you can break down into five steps, right? Maybe it's how to correctly groom a horse. Maybe it's how to lunge your horse with confidence and purpose. There are a ton of ideas that you can come up with. The key is to make sure that you're solving a problem or answering a question for your best fit audience. Now, one more thing here. I know that when I mention these, it might be easy to think, Denise, somebody's already doing that. Somebody's already done that when I saw it. But it's important to remember that, remember how it says in the Bible, there's nothing new under the sun. That really is true. So what I'm sharing with you here, this is not brand new information to the world. However, I have a personal connection with you. I'm sharing these things with you, and hopefully you'll continue to come back here and we can share information because we built up a relationship, right? Well, it's the same thing with you. As you share more information, if you share the knowledge that you have, even though it's knowledge you've learned from somebody else, and if you're giving something specific that you learned specifically from someone else, then yes, you should give credit. But the point is, 
You have a unique perspective. You have a unique voice. So do not feel like you can't do these things because somebody else is already doing it. You're going to write it from your perspective. You're going to create it from your voice, from your experiences, and people are going to trust you because of that. Okay. All right. So the example I have for our how-to is actually from the American Quarter Horse Association. Now they have a number of freebies on their website, and I will look, um, link to that in the show notes, of course. But the specific one that I wanted to pull out for you is they have one called How to Spot the Signs of Colic. Now, of course, you know that horse owners are going to want that, right? I mean, granted, if you're somebody who already knows all the things, then you don't need it. But for the AQHA, for their audience, the people they're trying to reach, then maybe they're trying to get new people or people that have not been around horses as much. The point is they, they found a topic that they knew that their audience would want to know more about and they created a freebie for that. They also have one that I thought was really creative called How to Eat Healthy at Horse Shows. Now, that's something they can promote really well, especially as they build up to their big shows, right? So again, listen to your audience and create a how-to that will walk them through something simple, easy, and doable. Okay, we have made it to idea number four. Now, this one, as I said, is not only a PDF download, okay? This one is for you to consider doing audio or video as a freebie. You don't see this as much, but it can be really successful. Audio could be something like an audio writing lesson that they can listen to while they're actually writing and put their earbuds in and they have your voice in their head. I've seen a few of these and they seem to do really well. It could also be a mindset or a philosophy teaching. So you're providing it as an MP3 so they can listen on the go, but you're walking them through maybe a process or a mindset shift, that type of thing. Now, video, as you know, is a really great training tool, especially in the world of horses. And they're a great way to connect with people because they can actually see you and hear you. So they feel like they know you already, right? Now, I know that on YouTube, there are a ton of free videos on horses from horse people, horse business owners, people who are not business owners and do it as a hobby, but there are also free articles and free guides online too. So do not let the fact that there are free videos on YouTube already stop you from creating one for your freebie, for your website, okay? People will still sign up for it if they believe that it's going to help them, if they believe it has value, and yours will, right? Now, if you already have an existing YouTube channel, you could definitely put together a few unlisted videos or just even one that maybe goes more in-depth on a topic that you're talking about on one of your free videos, and you can use that as a way to invite people to get onto your email list, right? So in your free videos, you can say, if you'd like to learn more about my philosophy on this topic, if you'd like to learn more about how I handle this horse when he does X, Y, and Z, or when we experience this on the trail, then get on my email list, go here, I've got another video for you, whatever the verbiage is that lines up with how you would say it. But the point is, use your free video to invite people to get the one that's also free for the cost of an email address. Now, of course, I have an example for you here, and this one is from Hayes Cofell Performance Horses. You all have heard me talk about them before because they are one of my email marketing clients and website clients, and so I love to use my clients as examples because I want to put a spotlight on the great things that they're doing, right? But the reality is this one I would have picked whether they were my client or not because it's really smart. 
Now, and I didn't come up with the idea, so I'm not saying that because of me, um, but I love what they've done, right? So what they did is put together a video they called a free coaching lesson. It's completely free, and it's on YouTube, and it's on Facebook. And then the second lesson that accompanies that is accessible only by email when you join their list, which is what I was just telling you about, right? So they have a video that is about a specific trot exercise, and it really is a solid video that you can watch on their Facebook page or on their YouTube channel. And then at the end of that, there's an invitation, and in the post text, there's an invitation to get the second video to dive a little bit deeper into how you can use this exercise on your own horse. And in order to do that, you sign up for this free video. So again, I will have those links, of course, on the show notes at stormlily.com slash 33. So you can check that out. But the point is, be creative as well. Now getting started, honestly, I say go with the PDF if you can, because it's more doable for you. The audio and the video, it does take a little bit more legwork to do, but it's a great idea. So I wanted to make sure and at least highlight that for you. Now, of course, as you put these things together, as you collect emails, I want you to make sure that you're thinking about what you're going to do with those email addresses afterwards, right? So you don't want to have just a bunch of email addresses sitting there and you never even kept in touch, right? So that is one of the things I do love to do. And so if that's something that you need help with, if email marketing is something that you're like, I'm on board, but I just need a little bit of help to get it going, or I need somebody to manage it. I want to come up with the ideas, or I want to write it, but I want to write it and send it to you, and then you take it and schedule it and put it in a nice-looking email and all of those things. I love to do that. I love to help you get your freebie created and set up as well. So please know that I am here and available for you if you have questions along the way, or if you would like to work with me on a one-on-one basis to get this started for your business, stormlily.com or stormlilymarketing.com. You can go there, set up a free phone call, and we will get together and see what this might look like for you. But either way, I hope that you will consider applying this in your business because I know and have seen that it can and will work to help you. Whether you're looking to grow exponentially or whether you're just looking to have more opportunities to share the message that you have about your horsemanship and philosophies and and help more people. Okay, so either way, this is one great way that you can do that. Now, I have another episode coming up for you in a couple of weeks where I'm going to share some more practical tips on email marketing and your freebie in terms of things for you to keep in mind as you set this up. So for the next couple of weeks, your homework is to figure out what your freebie is, put that content together, and in a couple of weeks, I'm going to talk to you more about delivery. Next week, I have a guest on, so that's why it's not going to be for a couple of more weeks, but I wanted to make sure that you know to keep an eye out for that. Okay, I'm so glad that you joined me here today. I hope it was helpful. I hope that if you have any questions, you know that you can reach out to me. I love connecting with you and connecting with horse business owners all over just to learn more about your businesses and how I can best serve you. So feel free to reach out. Again, those show notes will be available to you so you can get all of those links, including my freebie, the four must-haves for the equine website of your dreams. I so appreciate you being here and I will see you again next week. Have an awesome day. 